0: We're celebrating eight years of Geek Therapy this month, and we're kicking things off with a special offer on our Patreon page. Visit patreon.com slash therapy to learn about the limited edition stickers all our patrons get for the first two weeks of June. And keep an eye out for more giveaways throughout the month. Just look for Geek Therapy on all your favorite social media channels, or join our mailing list at geektherapy.com slash mail, where we'll have exclusive bonuses there too. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. I am one of your co-hosts, Josue Cardona, joined by Brandon Saxon. Hello, Lauren Keller. Hey. And Lara Taylor. Hi there. So this is episode 197 of GT Radio. Whoop. We are, oh, we're so close to
1: 197?
0: 200. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. So excited. Uh, today we're going to be talking about choosing media that matters. But first, let's check in on the network. And uh, so first of all, a few things, since this is the, this episode is coming out on the first day of June. We are celebrating the eighth anniversary of Geek Therapy. So we're going to be doing all sorts of stuff. Uh, We're going to have giveaways. We're going to have cross-stitch stickers, a lot of cool stuff, discounts on the merch store, lots of pieces of content this month. It's going to be a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. So make sure to follow us on Twitter or Facebook to get updates. And if you hate social media, <laughs> you can uh, join our mailing list at geektherapy.com slash mail. And we will update you throughout the month about what's going on.
1: Geek therapy party. Woo! Woo!
0: That's right. Our eighth anniversary and our 200th episode of GT Radio. Unbelievable. Could have planned it better myself. Uh, whew, All right, so since technically it's been two weeks since we recorded, there's a, there's a lot of content. So uh, on, on our stream, right, we, we premiered our new Disney podcast, finally.
1: Woo. Yeah, yeah.
0: The happiest pod on earth, and our episode is called Our Origin Stories. So basically, me and Lara sharing how we got into Disney and why it's so important for us. Harry Potter Therapy has an episode on Diagon Alley, Ruling for Change, then an episode on cheating and ethical gameplay. That one's really funny because I was really frustrated about how to define cheating and fairness. <laughs> Want to hear me get frustrated? Uh, check out Rolling for Change. Uh, Geek Family Therapy did an episode on Endgame, and Here Comes a Thought has an episode titled Keep Fusion Cuisine Weird. <laughs> 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 I like how they name the, the episodes after, like, they fuse the episode titles. I, li- I like the mashups, yeah, yeah. It's really fun. <laughs> get it, fuse? Mm-hmm. Fusions. Mm-hmm. It's Steven Universe.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Big thank you to our Patreon producers, Ben, Booney, John, Kat, Mark, Reese, Jamila, and Lydia. And we got a new patron. <gasps> thank you, Sharon. Thank you so, so much for becoming a patron.
2: Yay.
0: We're going to do a new uh, special offer starting, it should start when this episode is out. So again follow us on social media you'll see you'll see a, another Patreon special offer. So if you sign up and become a member or, or a Patreon uh, member within the next week next first seven first week of June you might get uh, some surprises. I finally mailed the ones out from February. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I will send these sooner, I promise, because what I want to do is throughout the month, as we get closer to the eighth anniversary, make sure that people have their stickers and their merch so they can send pictures and we can post them and share them. It's 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 a party, like you said, Laura, it's a party. It's a party. All right, so let's talk about choosing media that matters. And what what I mean by that is we, we have the Media Matters segment. And we've talked about the GT Library. The idea is to have lots of media examples that touch different topics and they're from different genres and, and different themes. And the idea is that we're practicing and you're practicing while listening and you're getting ideas so that when the time comes, whether it's in therapy or with a student or with a friend, you can find some sort of media that can help start a conversation, bring up a particularly different, difficult topic, things like that. But it's hard, (laughs) and I've been—I feel pretty good about my track record. I think, I think I'm really, really good at it. But it is not—I do not have a perfect record. (laughs) And uh, so this weekend I was—I was traveling, and I got to visit my sister, and I was with my mom. And my mom finally saw One Day at a Time, and she loves it, loves it. So she's she's really excited, and she's thinking that my sister would really enjoy it. So the moment we arrive at her house, she's like, oh, have you seen One Day at a Time? You have to see it. It's so funny. So throughout the day, she keeps mentioning it. And before we leave, she's like, listen, we have to go, but I would love it if you would watch an episode. You're going to watch an episode, and you're going to get hooked. So I start thinking, okay, wait a minute. This is an opportunity to show her One Day at a Time, which is full of episodes that I think are really important and can touch a lot of topics that might be relevant to her and her family. So I started thinking about it. And then I ended up choosing A Penny and a Nicole.
1: You didn't start at the beginning.
0: I didn't start at the beginning because I don't think the the first few episodes are representative of the quality Mm. of the show later. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't want to start at the beginning. Let me pick one that I think is hilarious. So I picked that one because I kept thinking about the scene at the beginning and how funny it was. And so we watched the episode and I completely missed the mark. Completely. Like the first, like the beginning of the episode was really funny and then the rest of it was actually kind of serious. So I feel like I failed in getting her to watch the rest of the show because I don't think she'll watch it now.
1: You should have picked a funnier episode. <laughs>
0: I know, but I thought, I thought about it and I thought it was hilarious. But really only the opening was hilarious. The rest was <laughs> kind of funny but very serious. And then on top of that, the show touched a bunch of topics, which had I remembered that those topics were in the episode, I would have avoided the episode completely. And multiple of them, like things that came up during the day, that I was like, "I'm not going to bring this up again. We don't need to talk about this again." And then they're like very specific references to topics we had discussed, <laughs> and it was it was very uncomfortable to even watch the episode. So I did. she feel
1: like you were trying to shove it down her throat or
0: something? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't think she. She thought that, but it was definitely uncomfortable. At least it was mm-hmm. for me because of the way that I, that I see these type of things. Right, like Maybe she wasn't connecting our conversation from three hours earlier to the show now, but I was because, because that, that's what we do, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, So I felt, I felt like I'd missed an opportunity to, to get her to watch uh, a good show, uh, a show that I thought she'd not only enjoy, but that she, would, she might get something from. Afterwards, I just kept thinking about it. And I kept thinking of all these episodes that would have been so great. Oh man, Oh, it was it was a, a funny feeling, and I mean, and that happened a lot with my clients, you know. But it was it was like sometimes you get that opportunity. Like this is my this is my one chance. Like I never watch TV with her. I don't see her that often. This is an opportunity to see something and 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 do it together. And there was another story in the Discord. This one was from from Woody, who said that he he watched Shazam recently and. If I'm not mistaken, Lara said on this very show Mm -hmm. that every foster kid should watch Shazam. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And so Woody has adopted a son and he took him to see Shazam. So in the Discord, he's talking about that. And I asked him, Oh, was it a good conversation starter? He said, Absolutely not. (laughs) It was not. (laughs) Not because, like, it it just, like, the topic didn't come up. Like, that's, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm-hmm. nothing related to that it was something that his son wanted to talk about.
1: I still, sta- I still stand by my statement that every foster kid should see it. Just because he's <laughs> not talking about it doesn't mean he's not oh, thinking about point.
0: it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it wasn't a conversation starter between a parent and a child in this particular instance. It could be that the movie like, sparked conversations with, with other people, with friends, you know, with other professionals, possibly. But as far as I can, it's similar to what I tried to do. I was like, I'm going to watch this, and I'm going to get my sister to, you know, think about some things or talk about some things, maybe. And, and you know, it's always a maybe, right? N- none of that is guaranteed. And so those were two examples that reminded me, like, oh, yeah, this is this is actually, it, it takes practice. This is why we do it every week, at least in in an in a, in a, even in a more casual way with Media Matters, because it, it takes practice. <laughs> so I'm curious, uh, I'm sure everybody here has at some point, even with a friend or family member, like decided to to share something and it didn't work out or it was super effective. It was like, oh, they, they watched this thing and it got them to talk about exactly what you wanted to talk about. So I, wanted, I was wondering if uh, any of you could share some of your stories.
1: I think I've, I mentioned on the show before that I grew up going to summer camp and like that was my jam. I love going to summer camp and um, my wife, had not been to summer camp um, until we went to family camp over Labor Day weekend, which where you can bring your family and adults and kids can go together. Um, so she, her first experience going to, to summer camp and sleep away camp was with me. One of the things when I was on the staff at summer camp, uh, the movie Wet Hot American Summer came out.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we would spend all summer comparing each other to the characters in the show and or in the movie. And it was hilarious. Like that was the thing that summer. And we watched it during staff training as an example what not to do. Well, <laughs> because this show yeah. or this, this movie and the show, it's on Netflix, too, so they are horrible horrible camp counselors like kids get lost in the woods dead bodies get thrown on the side of the road like there are things everywhere that you should not do and I thought it was hilarious and my wife likes she likes comedies um so I wanted to show her this movie after her first experience going to camp so she had some kind of reference as to what I was talking about and it fell flat she was not interested she barely laughed while i'm sitting here cracking up about things <laughs> that i thought she would think was funny cuz i i had a good like read on what she, what kind of movies she liked um and what comedy she liked nope she w- i w- and i was so disappointed that she, <laughs> she did not like one of my favorite movies later uh she came to realize and she started watching the show when it came out on netflix that that it was funny and she should have given it, she wanted to give it another chance but the first time, oh man, I really missed the mark and uh, it was sad because I really wanted to share this experience with her and be like, everybody said I was like this person and you remember this person from camp? They were like this character <laughs> but they're not anymore because that was like years later um, but yeah, she wasn't she she didn't go, she didn't bite <laughs>
0: Lauren, well, you suggest things to people all the time, I'm yeah, you do what I do your record is it's yeah. always a
3: hit
2: um I mean, I don't know about that. I'm sure <laughs> a lot of the time people just ignore my suggestion altogether <laughs> but um i I try and be pretty thoughtful about what I'm recommending to people. um, I've definitely had. Uh, I introduced a friend to Steven Universe, and I was just, like, so excited for them to get into Steven Universe because they liked Adventure Time, and we talked about Adventure Time all all the time together, and I was like, I can't wait for you to watch Steven Universe. Let me show you one of my favorite episodes. Uh, Let's watch Giant Woman, which is a great episode, Mm -hmm. and she is watching this 11-minute episode just, like, totally not impressed, like... Thinks that Steven is like so annoying. She's like, wait, you like this character? Like, uh. And just going off like, no, you need to love it. Oh no. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it I speaks was, to me.
1: Why don't you understand? Yep, it was
2: it was real disappointing. I think she ended up watching some other episodes later and sort of like came around on it. But definitely that immediate response, she was like. Not into it. And I was very disappointed and sad. And I was just like, oh, all of the wind in my sails is just gone.
1: Oh, (laughs) that must be doubly bad because it was Steven Universe. Yeah.
2: Mm. I mean, yeah, it's like one of my faves. But I think, you know, I, I think like that's sort of an important thing to realize is whenever you consumed that media that like you feel is really important and you know, topical to your experiences or uh, thematic to your life, like, like recognize that it happened in a certain point in your life, in your story. And um, some of that context may have been really important. Hmm. So, yeah, I guess, I guess giving, giving good suggestions to other people requires both like self-reflection on yourself and then also reflection on on the other person's tastes and where they are in their life.
0: Yeah, and sometimes some luck too.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah always yeah, yeah, there's absolutely. always a luck roll. Yeah. Chaos baby.
3: <laughs> I know I've certainly had my share of suggestions fall flat um with friends. I'm thinking of specifically one that was particularly painful for me was the game Stardew Valley, which is just a, a favorite of mine. I love to just come home after a busy day and and just tend to my little digital crops and and animals and and flirt with my digital crush. How many hours do you have? Well, the problem.
0: And how
1: many systems do you have it on? (laughs) That's the problem.
3: And how many times have you married Penny? (laughs) I have it on two systems. So I don't know how many hours total I have, but my fair share I mean, certainly less than other games, but, but I, I really enjoy the game for sure. Um, and I remember recommending that to a friend of mine because I just think it's so peaceful. And this is a, a very close friend of mine who I've known for a long time who struggles with pretty um, severe anxiety, but really likes video games, spends a lot of time like alone and, and plays video games. And I thought, boy, this might be a fun game for this person to uh, <laughs> kind of chill out and relax Um that was not the reaction that I, <laughs> that, that person had, um, which was t- fine. There, you know, There's a lot of personal preference that go into it um, as well. But I just, for whatever reason, I, I think I just, I almost had like an ego about it maybe. Like yeah. this, this is the one for you, but you're going to be just <laughs> loving this. And uh, for this person, just tending to digital crops was not the thing. Um, so that one I distinctly remember. And I, another one that I remember that – maybe for me falls more into the like media matters camp was captain marvel which i was just an absolute huge fan of and i recommended that strongly to one of my friends um in, in part of a discussion just about representation of women and i just said th- like this is the one like this is so cool in my opinion and the representation is amazing and uh that person was just sort of like
1: meh it was okay. And I was just like, "What? I I I would say you're not my friend anymore after that."
3: <laughs> it was it was very surprising, almost jarring actually. I think surprising isn't as strong enough of a word. It was like did you see the right Captain Marvel? Like,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Was there a mix-up
3: <laughs> at the theater? Like, I mean, um, I'm sorry. So, I
2: have to shoot you into space now. <laughs>
3: Bye. It's not up to me. <laughs> the, so th- that was one that where it was more like in line with at least when I'm thinking about media matters and something that I thought like this is so meaningful or at yeah. least mm-hmm. in my perspective. I and mean, I think or I thought would be for this person, but it just absolutely – Mm, meh. I was just like, what? <laughs> so those are a couple that uh, I've had with friends. I've not had this come up with clients in the realm of my clinical worker students in the realm of my past teaching before. Um, and I think it's probably partially a product of I I suggest things a little bit less, I guess, at least maybe that's just a part of being a little bit more novice of a clinician. I tend to be a little less. Re- Uh, directive with my suggestions about media and Mm -hmm. tend to ask more like what games are you playing or movies Mm -hmm. are you watching and then generally just because i i consume or at least i'm familiar with a pretty good amount of media um like for example spider-man on the ps4 i have multiple adolescent male clients right now who i'm working with who are just super into that game and so it's always fun because i'm just like oh yeah i'm still playing spider-man do you got any tips for me and then that's just such a fun way to do that so i think Just, I'm getting a little bit on a tangent, but as the nature that I'm, I inquire more and suggest less in my professional work. I haven't run into that, but I totally anticipate that eventually I will.
0: Yeah, a big part of what we've always taught is like be open to what your clients Mm -hmm. are into, right? Mm -hmm. Like let let them bring it up, but if they don't, right? (laughs) right? Here's something else you can try. And and again, I've had amazing experiences where it's been, uh, it's like. You're, you're thinking of it uh, like uh, in a prescriptive way, right? Where you kind of, you have an idea that it will have a particular effect or at the very least spark a conversation or demonstrate an idea in a way that's different from just talking about it. But yeah, man, it is, sometimes it can be hard and it depends on the person too. Yeah, <laughs> Lauren, you said uh, you got to be thoughtful about it and and I think that's definitely a big part about a part of it and it's like i I wouldn't make a recommendation unless i felt like i i knew the person but then there's all of these other parts what are they going through right now what's in their mind what mood are they in there's so many different things that can affect how that can that can turn out
1: who are they sitting next to in a movie theater watching something Mm
0: -hmm. (sighs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) there's it just happened to me this weekend where i was in the car i was driving and I put on a particular CD that I like. And then with the people in the car, I felt so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I took it off like after three songs. It's like, oof, yeah, no, um, stop that. And yeah, that's happened with so many movies and and, and games. Oh, yeah, that's hard.
1: <laughs> I think,
2: you know, there's also just sort of the general recognition that some media can be super important. Um, and really impactful for you and your life. But the media itself is inherently ephemeral. Like, you know, seeing your favorite concert live. Um, or participating in in like ARGs. Or, or um, like multimedia, transmedia experiences. Where it's like when it's happening is really exciting and important. But then once it's done, you can't really like share that with somebody else. Because... It's gone it's it's you can't do it again you can't quite get that same magic yeah I mean, yeah like it's actually it's making me think of you know like Silent Hill 2 is one of my all-time favorite games but I'm like very particular about who I recommend people mm. to actually play it because <laughs> it's an old game and the experience mm-hmm. of playing it uh you know now is not as enjoyable as the experience of playing it, you know, in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of context that really matters. Got to take into consideration. Or, you know, don't. Like, just throw out recommendations <laughs> willy-nilly. Who cares? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> throw everything out there, see what sticks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because as a clinician, I would, like, have my comics with me, or I would bring up a particular clip, And it was very different than that experience that that I talked about with my sister where we sat down and watched an entire episode because there were multiple times during the episode where we could have stopped and had a conversation about something. Mm -hmm. But some of them, like, I just did not want to. (laughs) I was like, oh, no, we don't want to touch that topic. Oh, no, not this.
1: Well, even with a client, if something falls flat, there's something to talk about there. Like, why did it fall flat? Why didn't it resonate with them? um yeah. what didn't yeah. they like about it
0: yeah like the example of the bad camp counselors right it's like this is an example of what not to do <laughs> this mm-hmm. is this is this is a negative um a model but also it's something that you i try to be very careful with because we talk about trigger warnings and things like mm-hmm.
1: that and mm-hmm. if
0: you come in bringing in a comedy which is kind of what, what happened with this episode i brought in this comedy and then it was a really serious episode.
1: And there are some serious episodes. I'm trying to think of which one you're talking about, but I will well, figure a pe- a, it out later. Penny yeah. and Nicole
0: is the one where the father brings in his new fiance. Oh. Right? Yeah. Then, so it starts I mean, off it's, hilarious. It's
1: hilarious. It's but, hilarious. But
0: it's hilarious before the opening credits. And after mm-hmm. that, it's it's pretty damn serious. <laughs> and it, it ends... Yeah with with you know with talking about um alcoholism and and there's all these other things in it and I was like mm-hmm. oh man <laughs> no yeah. not good and then I also thought oh this episode shows uh, people in group therapy it's always good to to show people getting help and support and this is one of those where the group therapy is like nobody's listening to the counselor and they're all just joking amongst themselves <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like oh no that's not that's not a good example of group therapy <laughs>
1: I made that comment about that episode when when my wife and I watched it. I was like, this is not how therapy goes. Like, (laughs) do you notice that every time they're in therapy, they're all, I I understand this from Penelope's perspective, but they're always talking about her. Mm -hmm. Always. (laughs) And they go out drinking after. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So, but in some ways, it is a good example, but then it's also got some really bad examples of things. (laughs)
0: Yeah, With and, and it, I thought it was a lot funnier the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. Not when I was trying to introduce someone into what I mm-hmm. what I think is a, an important show,
1: <laughs> and a like. show that you weren't as excited about at first, and mm. then I kept pushing you.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: well, and you know
0: it's it's a big part. Like I I projected a lot of my own feelings about the show in in that experience. I was like, well, I don't like the first few episodes, but my mom said, oh, just put the first episode on. I was like, oh, like. I really don't think, I did not enjoy it until episode six.
1: You should have put episode six on then.
0: But episode six is the one where she's talking to the VA for, for the whole <laughs> oh, episode. Oh,
1: right, right, right. That's, that's you would have liked ep- it for different reasons. Yeah,
0: I would never have anybody start on that episode. <laughs> I think it's a it's a really important episode. I think there are many people I would recommend that episode to for different reasons, and I would love to watch it. With with people who I know who are veterans, you know, and can and can talk about how frustrating that can be. I've seen it firsthand. But that's I wouldn't start with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about how much I enjoyed that episode that I showed her. But uh, also, human memory is garbage. And I did <laughs> not remember most of that episode. <laughs> And these are all things to think about, right? I mean there there are that's why it's so good when there's a go to. Um like like if Brandon had watched Star Wars, I would I would probably bring up Star Wars with him because it's something you know, Star Wars? It's like pretty universal. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool. One day one day we're gonna sit down together and we're gonna watch the Star Wars. Stars War? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think every time I give a presentation, I even did it, uh, I presented at New York, um, New York at Puerto Rico Comic Con recently. It was only the second time I'd ever talked and, and like explained geek therapy in Spanish. But I talked about Star Wars because, and I, I always bring up this example, that I can't believe that there are people in the world who still haven't seen Star Wars mm-hmm. because I I think that they're missing a bunch of references and jokes that are oh, yeah. all around them all the time. Mm-hmm. And and it would I don't know, make it makes it easier, right, when we when we know when we've seen the same thing and we can talk about it. But not everything is that popular.
3: What's the most popular thing? What's the most popular thing? Is it Star Wars? <laughs> Star is, Wars. Is that an is that a a question that we can answer right now, I wonder, with just off the top of our heads. What's so the uh, most popular uh, thing. It's definitely
0: geographic and cultural. Right. right? Oh yes. <laughs> I would I would say, honestly, like the Bible is pretty popular. I was going
1: to say mm-hmm. the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's a very popular piece Compared of to media. Star
0: Wars? It's true. You can take a lot of those stories and people know them. Uh, There's a lot of but,
2: spinoffs but, to get into also. also mm-hmm.
0: yeah. There's different versions with different books. There's the original
1: them. version, the Torah I like that
2: one. <laughs>
0: and a lot of those stories are retold <laughs> in different cultures, and mm-hmm. like, that that is very helpful. And in a, in a way, there are superhero stories that are also retold. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, there are superheroes. Uh, what is uh, which one? Like Batman and Superman and Midnighter and Apollo, right? Are are very are like literally the same type of characters, right? Like Batman uh, and Arrow. <laughs> uh, Arrow <laughs> <Specifically> on TV. specifically <laughs>
3: Arrow on TV. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, and there's some Marvel and DC versions and there are other things, right, that, mm-hmm. that they're very similar. Shazam or, or the original Captain Marvel was
1: mm-hmm. Superman. basically
0: a Superman clone. Yeah. 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 And and but I don't know, like my 80 year old grandmother has never read a comic book, but she knows what Superman is. She knows right. he's super strong. And I hear that reference all the time, you know, like, um, like that person's stronger than Superman or like I'm or I'm like Superman, you know, and even if they don't know the story, there's some things that reach that level of like mythology, Mm-hmm. and in the class that that uh, that O'Connor uh, and I uh made like we chose things that we thought were super popular and at the time that included Star Wars Lord of the Rings um Harry Potter particular video games like Mario Kart um you know Super Mario Brothers those are like those are songs and 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 characters that go beyond the original medium so yeah, I guess the Bible, the most popular thing <laughs>
3: and circling back from the most popular thing and my, my lack of knowledge of the Star's War, um, reflecting on a little bit of sometimes the, the almost the trepidation that I have before recommending things because of the hurt that I sometimes feel when they don't like it. <laughs> it's like like when that person didn't like Star Du Valley. That was almost like a personal insult to me In no way should it have been. And maybe that speaks to some underlying like psychopathology um, about me, but it it certainly is something that I experienced. I'm just like, why don't you like the thing that I like and that I think you should like? But it's funny
0: because you started talking about it and I immediately thought of all the ways that someone who is like stressed out and and anxious (laughs) would get stressed out by that game. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) The daily timer, the resets, the seasons. There's so many reasons. Oh, I know where this is going. I only have so
1: much time. I only have so much time. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think there's a difference between someone not connecting with a recommendation I make and then someone being like, why do you like this? Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's different levels, um, of someone's negative reaction to what, like it could be a neutral reaction versus a negative reaction. Like, eh, it's just not for me. Or who are you? Why do you (laughs) like this? And what is wrong with you for liking this crap? Um, yeah, which is not really crap, but
0: (laughs) yeah, I can't believe you call it (laughs) possible psychopathology. Uh, but, um, I can imagine as someone who loves D&D, how many times you've told people like to check out D&D and they're like, hell no. Yeah.
1: Which yeah. is interesting because now that Stranger Things has come out, there's a lot more people wanting to play D&D right now.
0: It's more popular now than ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: But still. Just today, one of my friends from graduate school who moved away like a year ago, just we were talking on the phone and she said that she's now joined a D&D group. And she's like, yeah, I thought you'd like to hear about that. And I was like, I, I'm actually just mad because why did you not play D and D with me while you were here for years and I asked you to play? And like that and she was said, it was nice stupid. Story. Yeah, she was, like didn't really qu- quite get it. And she's like, yeah, it's actually really quite fun. I was like, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> so yes, that that is a, a salient example in my mind.
1: We're yeah. starting a D and D group up, and my wife wants to try and convince my dad to play with us. Whoa! And, and I think that would be really fun. But also, I don't know, like, I can, I can be with, I can, I can be myself with my dad, but I don't know if I can let my nerd flag go that far with right. my dad.
3: <laughs> I get it.
1: I mean, Lauren's had dinner with my dad. You think he'd like d I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he's secretly one of those people who would get, like,
1: super into it. I uh, bet he would.
0: Your dad does voices? We didn't know he did voices.
1: (laughs) I didn't, I don't, I I wouldn't know.
2: He immediately goes out and invests like specific dice sets for each of his characters, (laughs) which he's made like six already. (laughs) Oh, that would
1: be great. That would be great.
2: He's like, I brought my fully fleshed out background story. I I laminated
1: it. Dad, who are you and where have you been all my life?
0: (laughs) I've, I've told you that's that's kind of the experience I'm having with my mom now. It's like, I can't believe what a huge geek she is. And mm-hmm. she wasn't that way before. It was always mm-hmm. like, she. I used to get disappointed all the time because like, she watched Star Trek and then I would get really into it. And she's like, nah, you know, it's like she wasn't that into it. She didn't like it that much. But but now she is way, way bigger nerd of a nerd than I am. And it's, it's a little uh, hard to deal with. Uh, or like to come to terms with because yeah cuz like you said Brendan like I remember when you rejected my passion for this thing mm-hmm. and now now it's your passion so it's cool
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about my pain what about my hurt
1: what about me
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I mean that's a that's a big part of uh, you need to leave that aside you know especially if, if we're talking about it in a clinical sense or in just you want to help a friend. That part of it is not helpful if you're super connected to the to the content. You need to be okay with them not liking it and possibly finding something else. Which is why I think that again, the library is so is such a good idea because we can talk about the things that we we like all day, but it's not what everybody else likes. and And it's important to have a variety of things to choose from and and have access to. Because otherwise, you will fall in those traps. Like, you may have, you may just want to talk about your favorite things. And Mm -hmm. and that's not going to work. It's not going to work at all. Have you ever recommended uh, Stardew Valley again after that, Brandon? Hmm.
3: I'm not sure that I have. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It was very painful. I'm also reflecting on all the rejections I've gotten for Dungeons and Dragons now. And I was wondering if it would be okay if I shared the most outrageous, in my opinion. Please. I once offered to run a you know one shot D anD D some afternoon for a group of people, and one of the people told me, "No, I'm Catholic, so I can't play." And I thought mm-hmm. that they were kidding, and, but they were very genuine. And not to uh, generalize that to all people who identify as Catholic, but that really caught me by surprise that that being Catholic was a reason that you could not participate in Dungeons and Dragons. That one that one stuck with me for sure. Yeah, that's a separate discussion for sure. But I'm just reflecting on. Uh, the times where I've I've tried to share something that's probably my favorite hobby with people and that's been shut down,
1: and then it really threw you off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah, yeah. I f- I figured you'd have
0: that experience because cause I know how much you love D mm-hmm. and D. Oh, it it does hurt.
3: Oh yeah, uh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. My my family's pretty. Uh, there's like, there's evangelicals. There's Pente- there's Pentecostals. I just spent the weekend with with some of them, and and yeah, those moments are. Like, surprising still. Mm -hmm. I I remember remember my dad didn't let me watch Harry Potter, the first movie when it came out. But by the fifth movie, he was buying the DVDs. (laughs) It was was like a really weird time. (laughs) He's very different now than when I was a kid.
2: I just want to make a final point that... As Brandon was talking about earlier, sometimes if you miss the mark with a recommendation, it can really, like, hurt your feelings. And I think that that is totally okay because if the thing is important to you and you're being vulnerable in that way of uh, showing something that's genuinely meaningful to you, even if it doesn't land, I think the act of of being vulnerable in that way is an important thing and you shouldn't beat yourself up about it too much.
1: Mm Mm-hmm
0: yeah like look how awesome it was that. Your friend called you years later to tell you that thing that i i I know you loved. I just wanted to let you know that now I'm getting into it, and I like it too. yeah
3: that's a good point because she did directly say that the reason that she tried it was because she remembered how much I loved it. Uh, so. <laughs> sometimes it takes a while. You yeah. recommend
0: it today, sometimes it takes ten years, but <laughs> that's a great point. yeah, yeah. I've had that happen a lot too where you recommend something and someone's like, you know, I watched it that one time that you said something about it. I, that wasn't the moment that I needed it. And then I rewatched, like it was on TV and I just put it on and it hit me exactly where, where it needed to.
1: Just like people's taste buds change, your interests change and, and where mm-hmm. you are emotionally <laughs> and mentally changes.
0: Yeah, 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 it's true. So it's good to have a big collection which is why the GT library is so awesome. And which is why we do Media Matters every week, which we will do after this break. We're celebrating eight years of Geek Therapy this month. So all throughout June, we've got bonuses for our patron supporters, for our mailing list subscribers, and we'll be doing giveaways on social media. So make sure to follow Geek Therapy everywhere. Join our mailing list at geektherapy.com mail. Find us as Geek Therapy on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And we're running a special offer on Patreon. So everyone who is or becomes a patron during the first two weeks of June will get limited edition stickers, including a bumper sticker, which says, I know Geek Therapy. What's your superpower? And a limited run sticker sheet that say, don't yuck my yum, geek out, do good. Media matters. And a couple Geek Therapy logos. It's pretty cool. To get those, again, just become a member of Patreon during the first two weeks of June. You can learn more about that at patreon.com slash geektherapy. Thank you for joining us on this crazy journey. Eight years. Can't believe it. We can't wait to celebrate this month. Thank you so much for being a part of Geek Therapy. All right, we're back. It's time for Media Matters. Media Matters. Lauren, what you got?
2: Okay. Uh, I watched the movie... Book smart that just came out. And oh, it was I want to see it. I want
0: to really, see it. So really, really
2: good. And everybody should go see it. Support female led comedies. It's great. It's very funny. It's very cute. It's uh, very similar to Super Bad, except with. Uh, women leads. But um, the the media matters aspect I want to touch on that doesn't spoil anything. Um, There is a scene where these two uh, young women who are graduating from high school, they put on outfits to go out. And when they reveal their outfits to each other, they just immediately start gushing all these like really nice things like, oh my god, I can't even speak. You're so beautiful. Like such a, a glorious moment I'm experiencing right now. A true angel before me. And stuff like that. And it was just really, really nice to see an example of women just, like, gushing compliments at each other, like, fire hose style instead of the, like, catty, like, oh, you're gonna wear that out kind of stuff that typically gets put into, you know, quote-unquote qu- comedy yeah movies and so it was just really nice and it felt really good and and everybody if you have the ability to go see it in theaters please do i want more movies like this
0: i want to see it so bad brendan
3: what you got i had the opportunity over the weekend to watch all oh, the first 8 episodes maybe of sabrina on netflix which i know i'm late for the party for uh, Such a
1: good show. Oh,
3: so good. I'm super excited to sit down and watch some more. And I... I, Your Catholic friend
0: would not enjoy it.
3: No, no, no. no. (laughs) In fact, uh, I think (laughs) that is probably some of my favorite parts of the show actually. Just kind of how like like the judges that like your dishonor and like this mm-hmm. like, oh thanks, Satan. And it's like so, it's so funny. Time, I know. Every one of those just kill me. Um just they're just so good. Um beyond that, which I think it's just such a charming like endearing kind of show, there's so many really cool, really specific examples of representation in that show that it's like it's probably worth a whole episodes conversation at some point to just go through like uh, you know just different gender minorities and representations and uh, like just so many representation things I guess I'll just leave it at that and I know that's kind of vague but I I don't want to dig into all the specific characters in this context so I'll just say very good show and and just really great examples of representation done in a way that's just so natural um, and, and just really well done in my opinion.
0: Everybody else down for a full Sabrina episode.
1: I'd need sure. to finish season two and I'm sure Brandon needs to catch up too, but uh, I, yeah, I'm down.
3: If the, I think I watched those first episodes, like eight episodes in like one sitting.
1: Post yes. so <laughs> yeah,
3: uh, postgraduate Brandon is returning to some old habits in a, yeah. in a pretty severe way. So I don't think it'll take me long. Binge-watching is so much better now than it was before you went to school. Oh, it's guilt-free.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> guilt-free. Yeah, because usually if you're in school, you're trying to avoid a paper. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I agree. There's a lot of good stuff in in Sabrina. I think so. Family dynamics and, and Ooh, family oh, yeah. structures and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good stuff. Well, I wa- I've i been watching uh, Doom Patrol on DC Universe And it's so weird because I don't know anybody else who who has DC Universe right now or is watching the shows. Like, Titans was so good. And Doom Patrol has been the most batshit crazy show I have seen in so, so long. And apparently the comic, like, the Doom Patrol comic is like this. Like, I've been reading about how some of the characters and stuff are just pulled straight from the comics. Like, Danny the genderqueer street. And... Hmm is literally a, a character. They are a street. It, it, is, it is fascinating. Anyway, so many things happen in that show that are incredible. But uh, on the penultimate episode of the season called Penultimate Patrol, there is a villain who basically puts every one of the characters in a situation where they can relive a moment of their past that will allow them to basically avoid a bunch of the heartache and suffering that they've been through their entire lives and since they're a whole team there's multiple characters there are multiple versions of people dealing with that imaginary scenario which for them is apparently a real possibility and them coming to the realization that who they are now they couldn't be without all of those experiences another version of that is people who maybe for a long time thought that those experiences made them the way they are but they were already that way before and just multiple versions of that particular scenario playing out from all these characters and it was it was so good it was like multiple scenes that i think could be could be super relatable to people and it almost sounds like a therapy activity <laughs> Or like, if you could go back to that one moment, you know, and you could do something differently, like, what do you think w- w- would happen, or w- or what do you think would change? And those conversations are are interesting because sometimes you can you can have that epiphany that oh yeah that that moment wasn't a moment that defined me, or that wasn't a moment where everything changed. I've been thinking about that differently, and and that's probably not accurate. And it was just just so good. The whole show is fantastic, but that episode in particular, I need to make a. A library entry for it. So good. Yeah, you do. So good. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of library, how's that going?
1: I have made it through all of the entries that you and I have done. And they are up on the library right now. Woo! I'm so excited that everyone has access to these things and it's not you and me hoarding all the resources. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like GT Library dragons. (laughs) Um, I'm still working on getting all the stuff uh, that people have submitted on the Simple Form out there. We just got a
0: new submission today, a new suggestion.
1: I know, which is one that I brought up on uh, Media Matters recently, I think.
0: And it's funny, it's ironic that it was a Supergirl Uh, thing because we've talked about how much supergirl there is in the library
1: there's so much supergirl in the library but
0: but it's great because there you know we have we have more insights and it's so good people in the library have they've been making entries it's it's so good so exciting Mm -hmm.
1: i'm I'm very excited
0: yeah and we've talked about the library a lot it's available at forum.geektherapy.com and there you'll see i i added a menu item at the top i know
1: and that is really helpful cool
0: awesome yeah, like I said, I love the forum because it's very flexible. I can add plugins, I can make lots of changes, and that makes it so much easier now <laughs> to just create a an entry or just view or ah, oh, so good. So good. And
1: someone on the Discord mentioned that the library can be kinda overwhelming to go through. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is if you click on the menu and go to view the library, you can hit a search bar and there's an option to search only library entries and just hit a keyword in there that you're looking for something yeah. and only those entries will pop up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The for- The forum is pretty overwhelming. It's in beta. It, we're getting to the point where we need to clean it up a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I've just, just like in the Discord, I'm like, yeah, another channel, another channel.
1: <laughs> it, it, is, it is way easier to manage in smaller chunks if you look for just a certain, like just the library or just yeah. GT radio or just headshots or whatever.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. I need to add more menu items to kind of make that easier. But yeah, all the information is there. It's just how to get to it. Whew, so exciting. All right, so before we wrap up, let's do a geek therapy segment, where we bring up something that in the last couple weeks was therapeutic, in whatever sense of the word. It was healing. It was just made you feel good.
1: Anything. So,
0: Lara, what you got?
1: All right. So I have had a pretty crappy week, and. I needed something to pick me up. Last time, I think I mentioned I was looking forward to going to to my first board game convention. And it was amazing. The first day, I was kind of overwhelmed. I knew I had friends that were going to be there. uh, And I I got there and I was kind of lost. And I only spent half the day there and I went home early. Uh, for other reasons, but I was overwhelmed, and I was I was texting my wife, and I was like, "Why am I here? What am I doing? I don't like new experiences by myself. Why am I doing this by myself?" It was very. I was in a spiral of self doubt. Um, and then the next two days were wonderful. Um, I played games with friends that I haven't seen in years. Played a whole bunch of games I'd never played before. Taught some friends a game or two that I knew. To answer the question from last time, <laughs> I did not spend more money than I spent on free comic book day, but hmm. with but. the added but my wife was <laughs> <Yeah>. there <laughs> Blue so hole. she she had her <laughs> own budget, um, and so together we spent more nice, but we still stayed within our budget, and Lauren, there are so many new games uh for for you to come over and play you won Um, a couple of games i won games yeah we we did um there's a a play to win thing where they have a shelf of games where you check the game out you write down your badge number you play the game you come back with the the slip and we each won a game uh our first time doing play to win uh and that was kind of fun Congrats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Nina got to playtest a game that that she wants to kickstart that's coming out. I think it's called Search for Planet X, and it's going to go to Kickstarter in in September. Uh, So it's definitely something we're probably going to pick up but I definitely am like energized and I it was everything I needed to kind of avoid and cope with what happened this past week so and 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 I mean that in in a real thing like there were times where I was avoiding it and there were times where my friends and I were dealing with it and it was it was great. And I got to do everything while playing games, which made it so much easier.
0: Yeah. Got to have you on Roller for change.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, sh- I'll do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it was so cool. You sent me a text. That said, like, I paid money to play games with my friends. Instead of, like, yeah. Something like that. yeah. <laughs> but I was yeah. so happy that you were... Like, I also... I-, I did not assume that you would have, like, friends that you know there. Like, I figured it would be... Meeting new people and, and everything that comes with that. But it was so half, cool.
1: of, half of the people that I know that were there are people that come to my game nights regularly. Awesome. <laughs> but
0: that's good. You, you were surrounded by friends at a time you needed it. That was awesome. Yeah.
1: And I think I played I played a game with some new people a couple of times and that was and that was good meeting some new some new people that yeah. were fellow minded like geeks. And it was it was cool. I definitely I'm looking forward to to going back and staying in the hotel so that I can play all night and not just have to go home at a reasonable hour to get some sleep and come back the next day. And the flea market that they have where people can just go and sell stuff, oh my God, it's insane. I, we picked up games like there were people haggling. Nina was haggling. we picked up we picked up a copy of ticket to ride for fifteen bucks, like picked Whoa. up some other things for like five bucks it was it was insane. It was great. Wow.
0: That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> and you were repping Geek Therapy while you were there, right? Oh,
1: I had a Geek Therapy shirt or sweatshirt on every day. <laughs> I had someone walk by me, and I was—I think I was trying to get to my friends and play a game. And they were somebody walked by, and they were like, "Geek Therapy, that's a good idea." And then I—I <laughs> c- I couldn't say anything in response because they were gone by the time I looked turned turned around. But yeah so people are hearing the good word of geek therapy
3: (laughs) awesome awesome (laughs) brandon what you got this past weekend um for the long weekend i went up to northern minnesota for a couple of days to get out of kind of the flat windy prairie that is fargo moorhead and spent some time with some family up there um did some time on the lake and some time with nature And it was just super restorative and kind of refreshing for me to take a break from just like the hustle bustle that has been my life recently and uh, just get some some one on one time with nature and just check out a little bit. So that was really cool for me to do that. Um, Yeah, not a lot more to say about it other than it was just nice to check out a little and and just get get some nature time.
1: Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a wonderful time. Yeah, it was. Great. I need to. I need to do that soon. Check out and do mm-hmm. some naturing.
3: I was way overdue for it, for sure.
0: Yeah, and it's the be- it's the best thing to do to get ready to then start binging shows on Netflix. <laughs> yes, I, was I think it makes then. you
1: feel better about binging the uh-huh. show. I've been on the couch for how many hours? Let me go out and be in 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 the world.
0: <laughs> awesome.
2: What about you, Lauren? I have two. Um, the, ending of season two of Killing Eve has been really, uh, excellent for my sweet queer heart. Um, a, a special shout out to Jessica, the, um, the, one of the co-hosts on the Queer Comics podcast. She has been my, my Killing Eve buddy. <laughs> We've been texting about all of our, all of our feelings about that show, of which there are many. So many emojis. Um, and then also, I've been playing um, this new game called Risk of Rain 2, and it's been really enjoyable to play, but uh, the best part was getting to play it on our charity stream last Monday, uh, where we raised funds for Chicago Loot Drop, and that was a, it was a really excellent day. It was fun being in stream or in chat all day, and so it's said to our Captain Zach, it's just a real darn good video games day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man, I forgot to bring that up earlier. Yeah, that's... I mean, I was going to say that my geek therapy was that I was traveling, but I had my Switch with me, and that was great because I was able to, you know, like disconnect and, and get distracted when I, when I needed it, and it made long flights a lot easier. But absolutely, the thing that made me feel the best was was our our charity stream. Like we're streaming all day. Mm-hmm. The, the geek therapy team, uh, over on Twitch, at twitch.tv slash geek therapy. And we're raising funds for, for like Lauren said, Chicago loot trap is an organization in Chicago that raises money to buy toys and games for kids at the local children's hospital. So, ah, oh, so cool. And thank you to everybody who donated. And if you still want to donate, the link is still, should still be live. And, and I'll actually I'll put that in the show notes. Thank you for reminding me, Lauren.
2: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I
0: put I put so much work into that into getting everything ready for that day, and we all did. I mean, there was just so much. Uh, oh, it was so good. It was so good. And I was traveling, so I was trying to get things ready. Whew! Yeah, that was that was fantastic. Oh man! And that's that's part of the things that uh, we've been talking about since the beginning of the year, where we want to do things that are. I use the term more active, um, you know, like we were. We, we did an entire event all day. We we reached out to an organization. We were able to raise money. It was, it was, it was so good. And we'll be doing more stuff like that. And so, like I mentioned earlier, definitely follow us on on social media. Check out our our community spaces. We have a Facebook group. We have our Discord. We have the forum. Links to all of those are in the show notes. And we're pretty responsive on Twitter. That's Aki Therapy on Twitter. Lauren is at Chicken Dinosaur. Lara is Aki Therapist. <laughs> Brandon is at Brandon underscore Saxton. I'm at Josue A. Cardona. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to geek out and do good, and we'll be back next week. You've just listened to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. For more about the network, visit network.geektherapy.com. And for additional content, including the GT Book Club and discounts on our merch store, consider joining Geek Therapy on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com geektherapy.